Hello and welcome to the Brain Care Podcast, a practical and impactful series of snappy episodes on how to optimize your mental health and performance so you can reach your full potential. My name is Dan Murray-Serta, and I'm the co-founder at Heights. We make smart supplements and clever content with the world's leading experts to help you take care of your brain so it can take care of you. Jay Shetty is a former monk and social media influencer, as well as best-selling author of Think Like a Monk, who joins us today to share what he learned in his time at the monastery to reduce and manage our negative self-talk. So, welcome back, Jay. Let's get to it. My last negative thought about myself. So I've actually developed an injury through working out during quarantine on my, on my right arm at the moment. So I'm literally, it's not terrible. I'm walking around as if I have a sling on to not feel any pain and I can barely do any of my workouts anymore. I've been working out every, pretty much every day since quarantine started and feeling really good. And I was like, I was looking, I was like, oh no, I'm just going to lose all of this work that I've done. Like I've been, I've been feeling so healthy and productive and oh no, like this is all going to go away. And you know, I'm going to start from scratch again. I'm going to be back to zero again. I've been doing that all week thinking about this, like just look at, you know, just because I can't, I can't actually physically do any exercise right now for the past three, four days. And so, yeah, that was something that was the most recent that I can think of. But, you know, even something as crazy as just being like, oh, like, you know, I don't, uh, my, my book comes out in September, for example. So my, my book comes out in September 8th. It was meant to come out in April. And there's so much, anxiety it's my first book it's the first time I'm doing it there's so much anxiety around that of like oh wow it got delayed like what can I do about it like you know are people still going to want it are people still going to read it and so you you start asking those questions because you put your heart into something so the answer is yes I I do this all the time and this is how I see it differently and this is how I'd like you to think about it for your life believing that you'll never ever feel that way ever again is setting yourself up for failure. Setting the expectation that I will never ever negative self-talk again is what will set you up for failure. Here's what you actually want to do. So there's a great story, uh, which you may have heard about the four minute mile from Roger Bannister. So I can't remember the year, but I think it's like 1954 or something like that. No one had ever run a mile in uh, less than, I think just over four minutes. And Roger Bannister comes along, he breaks the record, he runs the four minute mile. And literally every year after that, everyone broke his records. They ran it in less than four minutes. Why am I telling you this story? Because what I'm saying is currently, you may sit on a negative thought for seven days. You may sit on it for a month. What all the practices I'm sharing with you today do is that they make you experience that thought for less time. So I made negative self-talk for seven minutes versus seven days, but I can't get it ever, the least you could ever get it to is like a millisecond, but you will still feel it for that millisecond. And so when you set yourself up to think, I'm never gonna have a negative self-thought pad ever again, that's just not true. It's almost like Wolverine. You know, like Wolverine has that healing power where if you shoot him or cut him with a knife, his body heals itself. But it doesn't mean he didn't feel pain for that instance. He still feels it. It's just that his body heals back quickly. And that's what you're developing. You're developing the, the ability to experience negativity, experience pain, but you just heal back quicker and get back into the zone you want to be in quicker. That's the goal. The goal is, the goal is processing and healing. The goal is not stopping. Do you think we're naturally wired towards negative self-talk and that kind of self-reflective inquisition? Yeah, I, I actually think that negative self-talk can be used very positively. I think negative self-talk exists because we want to be better. 
We want to be more, we want to improve ourselves. And so actually it can be a great insight of the changes we want to make in our life. The problem is when they're directed towards ourselves, not because of what we think, but because of what we've seen in the media or what we've seen on TV. So our beliefs around what our body should look like should be based on what makes us feel confident, not what we see. And that's the part where it gets really blurry and difficult because we're now not aiming to be better versions of ourselves. We're now being better versions of someone else. And, and I think that's where we lose that connection. But actually, self-reflection and negative self-talk can actually be positively engaged in helping us grow and become better. It reminds me a lot of, uh, you know, the studies that show about cortisol, which is the stress receptor and how beneficial that is. You know, everyone doesn't want stress in their lives. But frankly, if you didn't have stress, then you would always be late for everything as one silly example, right? You yeah. just wouldn't turn up because you just wouldn't, you wouldn't have that emotion. So all of these negative chemical reactions inside our body, there's a positive reason for them as well, to some extent, like you said, you know, personal growth. Yeah, it's like, for example, like when you feel some negative feeling in your stomach, you know you want to work on your gut health or eat something better for yourself. It's like a signal. And, and it's a signal in the mind. It's an alert in the mind. And the problem is that when you keep suppressing that alert, the problem only gets worse. So for example, if you have stomach pain every day and you ignore it for a week, it's only going to get worse. And so similarly, if you have a negative thought in your mind and you don't address it and you don't give it the attention and the awareness it needs, it just gets bigger and bigger. And not necessarily true that a fruit and nut bar can solve both of those problems. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, a fruit and nut bar can solve a lot of problems, but yeah. It can solve a lot of problems. Yeah, exactly. Short-term ones. What kind of practices have you actually developed as an adult to try and manage this, this process then? Do you have a conversation with yourself when you catch yourself doing it? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things I like to have is have that certainty in my routine and have a certain plan of action. So I think every thought you have or every pat pattern you have, what I love doing, and this is something I developed while I lived as a monk and I absolutely fell in love with it and I really believe it's power, is almost scripting out the dialogue that your mind currently has when it has negative self-talk. It really helps to write it out. It really helps to voice note it. If you're not a writer and you don't like your handwriting anymore because you haven't seen it for like 10 years, then voice note it to yourself. Video record yourself if you love the look of your face and your voice at the same time. But listen back to yourself. Two things are going to happen. Either you're going to laugh at yourself and be like, I can't believe I talk to myself like this. Or you're going to cry and feel emotional and be like, wow, I can't believe I talk to myself like this. And just processing the way you're speaking to yourself is such an important thing. The next thing you want to do is you want to write the script that you want to say to yourself when that thought arises. So whenever that thought arises, so for example, if I'm in the gym and I'm, let's say I'm doing a plank and I'm trying to do a plank, instead of doing 45 seconds, I'm trying to do a minute 30 and my mind at a minute 10 starts to go, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. I've rewired that to be like, no, I can do this, I can do this, I can push through this. Now that's a simple example, but it gets deeper and more complex uh, when one of the things that I was really trying to train my mind in was ego and self-esteem when I was a monk and trying to figure out the difference between the two. And so for me, I realized that when people congratulate you or people say good things about you, it's very easy to get arrogant and egotistical. I didn't enjoy that feeling. I don't like feeling that I'm better than other people or feeling superior because I think it's a false sense of joy. It's not a real sense of happiness. 
And so for me, we were trained in actually whenever we received uh, compliments or whatever it was, you would actually meditate on remembering the teachers that taught you that skill. You would pass on that gratitude to them. And that was a beautiful way of replacing a thought of ego and arrogance with a thought of gratitude and generosity and kindness. Because I feel that when you start feeling grateful for something, it's now not a matter of whether you deserve it or not. You just feel really happy that you have it. You're not falling into arrogance of what you have, but you're also not falling into, I don't deserve this. You finally find a space where you're just like, I'm really grateful for the experiences I get to live through and how amazing it is that I can. And then how can I pass those on? How can I help other people have some amazing experiences as well? I love that. Well, what are your top three tips then for managing self-talk, negative self-talk and emotions? Yeah, my, my top three tips would probably be... So I think spot, stop, swap's definitely one of them. As I mentioned earlier, you want to get into that habit of spotting, stopping, and swapping. When you have a negative thought or you have a negative emotion or feeling, sit with it and ask yourself, why am I having this? Where is it coming from? That's the first step in building a positive mindset. You need to spot why you feel negative, where it comes from. The next thing you do is you want to stop and have a time for reflection. Often we don't give ourselves this time. We rush to a false antidote. So giving yourself some time to just pause for a second and say, well, what do I actually want it to be? How do I want to feel? And I find myself asking this question of how do I want to feel rather than what do I need to do? More important. A lot of people go, well, what do I need to do with this emotion? And the truth is you can't do anything with an emotion. You have to ask yourself, how do I want to feel instead of feeling this way? And maybe you'll say, I want to feel confident. I want to feel motivated. I want to feel organized. I want to feel inspired, whatever it may be for you. And then finally, you swap. You swap that thought with a thought that shifts you into action. So I call this methodology spot, stop, swap. The, the second thing is you want to get really close to that negative self-talk. You don't want to just let it build. You don't want it to just continue. You want to get really close to it, get to know it. And that's why writing it down, voice noting it to yourself and analyzing it on the page, out of your head. Get it out of your head and onto paper, really important. And the third thing you want to do is you want to start asking people about the impact you have in their life. And this, and usually I tell people to do this with their family, their friends and their colleagues or their coworkers. Pick one or three people from each of those groups and sit down with them or ask them through an email and just say, hey, I'd love for you to tell me what you think my three best attributes are. I'm doing a bit of research on self-esteem and confidence and I want to understand this and I'd love to do it back for you. Here are the three things I love about you. What are three things that you think I do really well and please be really honest with me. And when you get that, you might be surprised in yourself at the great things that people notice about you that you don't even notice about yourself. And that's often the case. And that's a great thing to boost that positive self-talk from a genuine place where people around you can actually tell you what they notice in you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brain Care Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and follow us at Your Heights on Instagram and Twitter for daily doses of brain care. If you want to know more about how well you're feeding your brain, you can head to yourheights.com forward slash brain food to get your free score from one to 100 and start taking action from there. See you next week.